0: Hey, AfterBuzz fans, tune in to the Limitless After Show where we recap the finale part two, the very last episode of this season. Tune in, guys.
1: You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz
0: begin. Cause baby, now we got bad blood. We are opening in on Taylor Swift yet again for the Limitless After Show, guys. This is the last one. The finale part two. Squad Girls. It's crazy. (laughs) We started in September and now we're here. I, it's been a long run. Like we've had what twenty-two episodes. Yes. Um,
2: twenty-two I mean, episodes. Unheard of in television now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, things like a full season now uh, is like you know twelve, thirteen, maybe is kind of a, considered long. Uh, for obviously this is on a major network, so it can last longer. But it's still it's it's had quite a run. We've had a lot of of ups and downs, a roller coaster of emotions, if I'm you will. i miss
2: you guys. It's been a fun ride. It has Absolutely.
0: been. It has been. Uh, let's save the tears though. Let's recap the episode. Um we, we cut to Brian. Who are
1: you, by the way?
0: <sighs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Without Limitless, who am I, you. Frank? Um I'm your lead host, JB. You can follow me at Hey John Blake. Um who are you, Frank?
1: I am Frank Myrana. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go Frank M. Who are you?
2: I think my name's Amanda. Okay, Hopefully, nice. I can say my Twitter yeah. name. I haven't been able to this That's entire true. season. But you can find me at AmandaFTA31. Yes!
0: yes. Nice. I said it Hopefully. correctly! You got it right yes. at the end. I'm
2: so proud. Nailed
0: it! Better Better late than never, right?
2: You know what? Seriously. And now I'm probably going to change the name, but it's fine.
0: <laughs> Um, well yeah, I mean even though this is the last episode, we still want you guys to comment on the YouTube page like us on iTunes that definitely keeps other shows at Afterbuzz going. Hopefully this uh, episode gets a season two of Limitless and we'd be back for for that as well. Um, but again, getting to the actual episode we all just watched or hopefully if you haven't, there's gonna be massive spoilers. so pause, watch that and come back to us. Um, we cut to Brian back at the CJC. He's kind of getting his way back in there. He really is very passionate about finding Piper, righting the wrongs, finding Sands. Um, I mean, because it's been sort of a whole season story arc with these characters, this is very deep within Brian, I feel like. And, like, it's easy to tell and sympathize with Brian about how much he wants this, um... More so than other cases, you know, I don't think he would risk the massive hangover that uh, NZT gives you, you know, as his his um, immunity shot is wearing off. If it wasn't something he, uh, you know, felt in his heart that he needed to do Um, Piper, you know, helping, obviously being so attractive and cool. Right? I think,
2: sure. I think his heart is something that's very important about this episode. It's a huge theme in this episode. His morality, his emotional maturity. And it just was so apparent when he said that he would die in order to find this woman. You don't see that every day. And I honestly, I mean, who, I thought about it while I was watching it. Who in my life would I die die for? There are a few people. You probably know who you are. But you know what I mean? Like, who? (laughs) who are those people that you actually would be like, you know what, I'm going to keep taking this drug that could probably kill me in order to find the person I love. That's insane.
0: Yeah,
1: he's very driven. And if anything, this episode was just the penultimate, not the ultimate, the, the penultimate, the ultimate example of what you're talking about, Amanda, which is that Brian has the, this totally selfless streak within him, and his scene between um, him and his dad, I thought was one of the most, mm-hmm. one of the best moments of this episode, um, when he says, you know, I've been doing this for, to help people, that's why I've been doing this whole thing, and I'm sorry I've lied to you, but my my reasons are true and they're pure, and uh, you're right, I mean, he will go to the ends of the earth and beyond. To try and find Piper and get her back. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if anything, this is was the showcase episode for Brian as a character, and 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 summed up, I thought, the season very nicely for for that character specifically.
0: Correct. Correct. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, we we'll, we may be talking about this uh, theme throughout our, our recap because they went in the creators obviously had to go into this knowing that they may not be picked up for a second season. And again, all of our fingers are crossed for for that to be a green light because I love the show overall and I think it um, definitely has a lot more stories that they could tell. But it was it's interesting where they do try to kind of close a lot of circles and make a conclusion if it is just, you know, a, a one off season. Like you can't leave too many untold stories. Yeah,
1: but there was a lot left on the table oh, at the absolutely. end of this episode. Absolutely. I thought, specifically one that rubbed me the wrong way was leaving the Sands health issue up in the air. Um, Rebecca says that he may or may not make it. Well That's a little bit unfair. I mean, we we as fans should know whether or not Sands is going to make it or not, if she actually killed him, um, because that's such a huge factor in this episode and, and, and in this season is is Sans really gone? I, I get that they're trying to create a cliffhanger so you come mm-hmm. back for a hypothetical season two, but this episode was zero mora and it was all the hunt for Sans. And so for him, for his uh, outcome to be mysterious or unrevealed to us, feels like. I feel cheated as an audience member because I invested all this time, this this whole season, a lot of the past few episodes in finding out, you know, what's going to happen with Sans and Rebecca shoots him and we don't know what happened. And you're right, if there is no season two, we'll never know what happened. So I think in a way, it I, I felt like, you know, a little bit cheated not knowing what happened to Sans. And not in a way that makes me go, oh, I gotta find out, I gotta <laughs> hold on four months and then find out what happens in September. Um, it made me feel like oh, you know what we probably should have known that.
2: And I think in the landscape of television right now, how it's so geared towards cable and shows like where they have a beginning, middle, and end, and the writers know where they're going to go. Yeah. Network TV is starting to become it's starting to become a, a bit predictable. Mm-hmm. Everyone, you know, as a fan, you start to understand what's going on. I mean, I know it's probably just from watching so much TV in my life yeah. exactly what the writers are doing. Yeah. I mean, it, you even said it, you're like you're like I know they set it up as a cliffhanger, but this is how I feel like. As far as the story, and I think with Netflix and you know even AMC and things like Breaking Bad, where they were like we're gonna do five seasons and we're done, the story's over. They don't do that in network television. Network right. television, you know your CBS, your ABC, your NBC, they kind of they kind of play with you, and you kind of you kind of know what's what's gonna happen. Yeah, and I right. think
1: that gets to a a missed opportunity for us right. as an audience to reward us for investing in this sans character and storyline to say. Here's what what's happened to him. I, I think him in the hospital and being near death or he comes out of it, I think there's a fantastic scene possibility there right. that was missed in this episode. Um, the, the last half was really, really interesting to watch. I thought once they figured out where the NZT factory was, mm-hmm. the last half of the episode was – Great TV and a lot of fun to watch. I, I thought the first half was largely forgettable, but I, I really enjoyed the the point from after they found the factory and and Piper coming back yeah. and seeing him in his house. The first,
2: I agree completely. Agree with you. The first half of the episode, I was not. I, I was getting. I was losing my interest just yeah. because it was another case, and I almost. I didn't yeah. want that. I just wanted the loose ends to be tied up. I wanted it to be a season finale. I was. I was getting ready for the end. I know they had to set it up, but yeah. I just the procedural part of it, element the whole that whole thing.
1: And just, this is not to bash the show.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know of if there, not. there
1: weren't
0: so many procedural things. One thing I, I wish there was more of because they definitely set it up in the last episode was Clay Meeks. I mean, we yeah. you mm-hmm. know went on this whole chase for him. They found him. They interrogated him, um, and it ended up kind of leading them down a path. When we were first introduced to him, you know, he's a very interesting character. He's you know he like fabricates these pills He um, he's like a physician he's got all these tattoos it's such a cool opportunity to make sort of like a another villain like he had like magi- magician powers yeah I, you know, I w- would have loved to explore that a little bit more and maybe not have the uh, what was his uh, Morneau storyline, yeah. just yeah. because, I mean, we found out, like, that that was sort of uh, a loose end in in a lot of ways. Obviously, it led them to this Northwest Passage and, and that conspiracy with with uh, shorting this and kind of a, a master plan that Sans had, but um, I, I think the show really wins the most when it focuses in, when it digs deep on the characters that they have, yeah. you know, whether we pull in, like, one new one. Or or what have you, you know. When whenever it gets like too big and too chaotic, where there's a bunch of different things that you know become nameless, really, Mm -hmm. it it loses focus a little bit. Yeah, and you had so much. You had
1: you're exactly right, JB. And you had so much energy and emotion pushing from Finale Part One, which I think is the better of the two episodes. At the end of that episode, there is like this great launching point where I was walking in tonight expecting to watch an episode that picked right up. There was going to be a driving energy throughout as they chased Sands down. And instead we sort of started all over like, all right, we're back at the office and right. figuring things out again. And it just didn't build on last week's episode the way that I thought it would. Um, because there was, there was no Mora and it was mostly Sands. And to be honest, the, the death scene, the, the, the scene where Sands got shot was again it just he says i'm on nzt and you're not and she says i'll take my chances and his big grand move was to turn around and shoot her i mean (laughs) and he got himself shot that was so unmotivated and went unexplained that it again it felt just cheap i I just i wanted if he's on nzt he slides underneath the stairs and pulls himself around and, and gets clear or you know tries to take a shot at her a different way um but instead, he goes. I'm on NZT, and it flips, and then gets his
0: butt shot. Like <laughs> that she didn't make Frank a whole in lot of sense to The writers room he's
2: got some ideas. <laughs> well, I just you know he got some pitches. <laughs> well, no, I, I
0: agree with you. I wish that we did get some resolution more than yeah. they got him. Yeah. Um, you know, because yeah. they definitely left it open. So where if there's a season two, there's a possibility where he could escape or right. or do something or still be um, a problem. Where that's not confirmed. That you know they left that up in the air to to play with later. Yeah. Um, and as a viewer, you know, I always want things to be concluded. We are, you know, we're in an age where TV, we were talking about the different types of formats. You know, when you have a different type of show that has maybe less episodes per season, you can bring in more characters and kill them off. Um, you know, obviously Game of Thrones does that frequently. <laughs> uh, the you know, the shows like The Walking Dead definitely take advantage of of going through their cast members that you know we take for granted like and that's really mixing things up um different for this show obviously if they do get another season like 22 episodes is an insane amount so they can't just you know get rid of people as easily without you know massively recasting and and doing a lot of heavy lifting with their storytelling but, you know, I feel like maybe they should have picked something if they were yeah. going to say, like, hey, we really want to leave it open for season two. Why not just have him get away or something or get hurt and get away? Um, yeah, exactly you know.
1: the point. Yeah, I agree with you. He could have gotten shot and ran away and got out of there somehow. But I half expected expected him when he said I'm still on NZT I have to expect him to shoot like a bullet off the wall and and have it go back to her back at her or something Hmm. like some sort of smart way where otherwise that line is totally pointless if your whole plan is to turn around and try and take a shot at her I think that
2: and then she's faster than you on NZT that's a little yeah, not
1: but we've seen with Brian on NZT and others on NZT is they always have a smarter way of figuring things out. And Brian builds these bi- complex models. We saw it again this episode. Again, creatively very interesting to watch, to look at. Um, but I thought there were some unmotivated lines um, in the biggest moments of this show at the, uh, in the season finale where... Why does Sans say that he's on NZT and then turns around and gets himself shot? I mean, that was that was just a big turn-off moment for me. Um, because I you know, I, I really care. I, I honestly do care about the show and, and about the characters. If I <laughs> didn't, I wouldn't be so animated about it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, you're right, JB. I mean, there's so much potential in the show in just the characters that are there already. Um And it doesn't have to be anymore. if you can't get Bradley Cooper to come on every week. It can be about Sans. It can be about Rebecca and her relationship with her dad. And it can be about Brian and him repairing his relationship with his family. All of that is very interesting. And and we care about it. Um, But you're right. The the Morneau and the UN thing, I don't even remember the details of it now. And we just watched it. Right. So I hope if there is a season two that, that we get to a a place where we are focused on on our main characters and and diving deeper into them. Because I still don't know a whole lot about Boyle. I still don't know.
2: I love Boyle. He's my favorite (laughs) He's great. I think Mike and I I I I closed
1: out the episode really
2: well. I got what I wanted.
0: Doyle, you mean. Uh, uh, Daryl. Daryl. Daryl.
2: Oh, how how much foreshadowing was that? (laughs) Something's going to go on with Daryl next season, if there is a next season.
1: I did like I don't the, know if it's
2: good or bad but something I will
1: say I did like the way that the show ended. It it was sort of an homage to character acting and right. and highlighting the people who've made an impact.
0: Exactly. I mean the montage we have to have a huge shout out to uh to Michael Divine. Yes. Um he who, who watches our show I mean we're obviously a huge fan of him as the tech guy um in Limitless, but he has been tweeting at us. We love you. Big Mike. Thanks, Michael. Yeah. He's, yeah. Thanks for the shout out. We appreciate it. And his
2: it. line in the montage was just
0: great. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, it made me love so, his character yeah, even it's, more it's,
2: and want him to come back. So
0: perfect. Um, I, I really hope that it is true, like that he would play video games enough to really cause a change. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But I
2: do have to point out in this episode, I really felt like there were some great acting moments for Jake, for Jen. Like, I just, I feel like there were some really great moments. I think it was the writing, I think it was the direction. I think they took a lot of quieter moments than usual. Like it's usually so fast not fast paced, but there's a lot of commotion going on. And I really feel like they dove into some some quieter moments, like um Frank you said with his dad. That was a great scene. His last scene with Piper was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. His scene with Rebecca was was great. So I do I do think that for me that was interesting to see Brian Grow as a character but also Jake Grow as an actor and just really have some amazing moments throughout the the especially the end right. of the episode.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree with you and I think Again, this gets back to my point about just keeping it simple. You put two of your main characters in a room together and they talk about what's going on between them. You're right. I mean, that scene with Rebecca and Brian in the car uh, was really well scored and composed. Mm -hmm. I mean, thought the music really added to it. I was getting chills a little bit watching that scene. Um, I felt the music really added another layer to it and Rebecca was... On the verge of tears, you could see. Yeah, the it. acting yeah. in that
0: scene was yeah. amazing. It was yeah. so, it's such an emotional thing. Obviously, they were like they've had a complicated relationship, you know. Um, <laughs> going back and forth, we've had team team Brecca conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. are also like brother and sister, they work together, so they're very, you know, respectful of each other. And to see that sort of end is is sad. I mean, it's definitely reminiscent of, of how we feel walking away from them as a whole uh, with this sh- season ending
2: and I'm sure it's an emotional day on the set too you know you're shooting the last episode right. you don't know if it's coming back or not um yeah, i think that could that, that could also divide. attribute to the the really sincere absolutely genuine moments
1: yeah I, I agree with you and i I think the show has a ton of potential, and we've talked about it all season long. There have been episodes where we've been sitting on the edge of our seat and just like totally involved in what's happening, and that, that's not when Bradley Cooper is there. There are yep. certain episodes I remember where, you know, we've, we've talked about where Brian is, is um, interacting with his family and helping Sands out and, and, and having an action all his own. And it's a really redeemable character. It's somebody that I enjoy watching. Uh, that you root for, who is easy to root for. So there's a lot there to like. Um, JB, I want to know from you personally. You know, you are kind of like you said, you're walking away from this show now. It may be back in five months. If it comes back, you know, what are you looking forward to the most
0: in in a potential season two? That's a very good fr- question, Frank. Um, I'm looking for. So, like, we need another long story arc. I mean, this yeah. premiere season is very easy because there's a lot of, well, not easy. <laughs> Let me rephrase. It, there's a lot to tell in a story when you set up something new. It's a new universe of people. Um, so, everything is fresh, you know. Having, like, building that from scratch, you can kind of make anything happen. But now that we've established what the world is, where these characters are, it's trying to, like, move that forward. So now that Brian is fully immune to NZT, I'm trying to figure out, like, what his obstacles are going to be. Right. You know, like, if Sans is, in fact, dead, then, you know, it's it, it almost doesn't make sense to, to kill him off because there's almost not enough opposition. Like, if he's right. able to just eat NZT like Skittles all day... You know he's gonna be pretty powerful. Like he's gonna be able to track some some bad guys down. And I love the season wide story arcs, and I want more of those. Obviously, you, you can't have like a season full of those because it's twenty two episodes, and you need to space those out with other procedural elements. Sure. Um, you know, obviously those aren't as satisfying as as something with longer payoffs. But I'm just wondering, you know, what, besides Bradley Cooper's character, he's a busy guy, so he can't be in every episode, um, would amount to to something like that. I mean, obviously, Piper is still alive. Thank goodness. Right, Amanda? Of course. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, it's possible that he would go try to find her and maybe convince her to uh, maybe not give the antidote to the government or to the world um, or what have you, but just be with him. Um, I mean, that's kind of a long-term goal that maybe would end out the series. So I I feel like he would kind of be chasing her. But uh, I'm trying to figure out what what else would oppose them. There's obviously the kind of outbreak of NZT on the streets. So I think maybe a a controlled way to kind of figure that out. I'd love like a new mob boss or something. Maybe uh, that's why it was so disappointing that Clay Meeks wasn't like a bigger part of it. Um, I mean, he maybe, and if there is a future season, they could kind of play with his character. But there was that potential that I saw in the finale part one where he seemed to know more than he was letting on. Mm. And that kind of m- mystery was intriguing to me, like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, more so than, than other characters that we've seen in the past. I really want, like, more villains. We had a great scene of them sort of like in a live volcano like conference room (laughs) uh all wearing like super villain get-ups and capes you know where they 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 know what they're building i guess um in terms of enemies but i didn't see them plant enough seeds for for what could be coming you know we saw um what's the one guy's name that was, um, Barlow? Brew. We don't know. Yeah, forgot. Sorry, Jimmy. See, I mean- that's exactly my point. Like, he was he was in the Volcano of Doom, um, yeah. and he was in the, there- the finale part one a lot, but like, because they didn't even acknowledge him enough. I mean, granted, they have a finale to tell, so I get those time constraints, but I would have loved to invest a little bit more in a few characters so we know sort of who's possible enemy next season if, the, if there is one
1: yeah my, my main concern is if you're a new person tuning in tonight for the first time um are you coming back for season two uh, i just i i thought that if this is your your last chance as a, a creative team to to make an impression and they were shooting this episode as as late as you know three four weeks ago so they knew their status then and and I don't know that this episode specifically went out the way that they wanted it to or, or attracted enough viewers to say, yeah, let's come back. I, I'm, I think last episode did. I thought part one was really solid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you're coming in and you're watching this episode and you go, oh, there's a finale tonight and I'm, CBS was promoting it heavily. If you've turned on CBS or watched any other shows on that network the past week, it's been uh, there's been teasers all throughout all their shows. Mm-hmm. So... I'm sure they attracted some new viewers tonight. I, I It'll be interesting to see what the ratings are because you really need to leave a good impression on those people to get out there and tweet at CBS and, and tell them, you know, we want a season two. Um, hmm. You know, I, I don't think the first half of this episode made that, that impression. I'm hoping those viewers stuck around long enough to see the second half so that they can can interact in that way. I,
2: I think it's hard, too, when you have a part one and a part two. Yeah. Because if you go back to third grade and you think about story arcs, <laughs> you have a climax, then you have the resolution. Do we so have f- to
0: go back to third grade for
2: that? <laughs> Second grade, whatever. <laughs> College. Maybe for you.
0: Yeah. Just kidding. I just learned that now.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I feel like when there's two episodes, you in this case, the climax kind of happened in episode one. Right. The end of episode one was a was finale sort of, part one? Of finale okay. part one. Was kind of the climax. And then this episode to me felt like more of the resolution with a little bit of procedural put in there and then just a tad bit of Sans chaos, or not chaos, but action right. to keep us happy. Yeah. That's how, it, that's how I felt this episode. Like this episode was about like tying up a lot of loose ends, having a lot of resolution, and then they knew they had to put in some elements to just keep it the show. Right, you know,
0: which I mean, I, I feel like the bar was definitely set high by finale part one, and so right. that's part like part of my frustration because I was I was hoping for something as good or better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, because it was so good, that that's sort of the problem. Like they're a victim of their own success a little bit. Um, I would have loved this episode to be as good, but you know, when you're in the editing bays and kind of creating the episode. You know, you can either have two mediocre episodes by spacing things out or you can have, like, one stellar one and one, um, you know, that just is is there for, for more purpose. Right. Um, and TV of-
2: moves so fast. I mean, they're prepping – they were prepping part two when they were shooting part one right. type of th- – so it, it's, it, it's like you don't even – you barely even have enough time to really figure out, like, if something doesn't work, you really don't have that much time to fix it.
1: That is true, and
2: it's it, TV is tough. It's especially network television. It is yeah. tough,
1: and in my opinion, honestly, if if I could pick one episode to be the finale episode of this entire season, it would have been the episode that when um, Bradley Cooper and um, um, Jake McDorman had a discussion and they discover that Sands was rogue and on his own mm. and then you end the season in that conference room with Sans turning around in the chair with his army of people I mean to me that is like <laughs> such an organic and like wonderful way to end a season with a brand new revelation and that would keep me coming back right. mm-hmm. for next season and to mm-hmm. see what's happening now I just don't know I, I just don't know what's it, like what you were saying before JB was so right like who's going to be the resistance next season. Brian's going to be back and he's going to be doing cases again. Um, but where are we going? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and there was one scene that I wanted to ask you guys about because I thought the Piper scene being at Brian's house. For a second there, I thought it was a hallucination. I thought it so was did an NZT. Right. Okay, so you did, did I. too.
2: A hundred percent. I thought that was going to be the cliffhanger. Yeah. Was, was, is it a hallucination or not? Yeah. That's the way I thought they were because going. Because
1: she said... Um, something about being in the house for the first time. Or, or, yeah, Brian goes, I can't believe you see that. I live with my parents. Yeah. But she's been there before. Yeah. Earlier this season. You know, that's how he found her after yeah. she tried to assassinate um, Eddie Mora. She and why was in the his house. Father,
2: why would his father not, as soon as she came to the house, call him and try to find him? Yeah. Since he knows he's sacrificing his well being yeah. to try to find her. Why is the father just having a, like a casual yeah. combo at the table? It was just
1: a wreath kind yeah, of Yeah,
2: it felt like a little scene, dream sequence. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Do you
0: well, feel I mean, the same? Maybe
2: that's the cliffhanger. I mean, maybe that is.
0: I didn't feel the same about that season. It was interesting, though, because I had a similar feeling about the scene right afterwards with Rebecca. Mm. He mm. seemed like, I mean, he was obviously more active in his conversation than... The hungover Brian getting out of the car, yeah. but it still didn't seem like he was a hundred percent healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I have, we obviously just watched that very quickly, so I'd have to re-watch and take a better look. But I wonder if that is another clue that maybe it was in his mind or it was a hallucin- hallucination. He was definitely having those all episode with like zombie Piper. Like that was, that was scary. Donuts I wrote down, that was stuff. scary
2: when that happened. Yeah, I mean, I jumped she, she was, was like, oh
0: appearing, he was seeing her everywhere, like, in the dash of a car, like, on TVs. Yeah. So it's not, you know, beyond the realm of of the creators, I think, to have put something in there. Like, maybe he did think about that. It was, mm-hmm. it was kind of a weird moment also when she, right after she injected him, um, before they kiss... There was, like, a weird, like, she looked at it or something. Yeah. Uh, I have to, again, take another look at, at sort of the nuances in that scene. But I have to imagine that m- most of that may not have been on purpose. Yeah, and it might it, be, and like, a
1: sixth It could be
0: thing, a lot like, of just, like, you know, really um, Easter eggs that they want to throw out just to, to get people talking. But yeah. um, it was interesting. I, I definitely noticed a, a weird moment after she injected him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, before they kissed, like, she, like, looked at it and if that shot know. is
2: real that is a huge element for season two like how much is going to change when right. i mean the stakes are so much i don't even know if they're high but the world has changed so much if he knows that he is never going to have to worry about the immunity again
1: yeah then he, he can knows constantly he's be on it i right. mean yeah
2: it's almost like that actually almost proves to me that maybe it really is a hallucination because maybe they really like if that's almost a conclusion to the entire to the entire show like now he has an immunity shot he, forever. He's exactly, done. He, you, you know, like it,
1: he is no longer beholden to Mora, the moral right. organization. If that is true, right? Um, you're right. It is. That's a great point, Amanda. It is a show-shaking moment if that is the truth. If there yeah. is a permanent shot that he could take and be totally free. I, I may have made a prediction on this now that I'm saying this again a while back that it may be true I predicted last week that Sands would die you did uh, so I was, I was close I think we'll, we'll maybe find out uh, when we thought he was dead I looked at him yeah. and I was
2: like oh my gosh yeah. you're right
1: yeah so
2: I couldn't believe it
1: yeah but you're right if, if he can be free and take NZT morning noon and night that's gonna really really change things and it's gonna shift the entire tone of the show um, because he might
2: the, go after Mora by trying to be, you know, bigger than Mora. Mora tries to be president. He'll try to be president as well or something. Run against him. <laughs> I don't right. know.
1: I, I, I it just think makes they it a huge, it
2: up, huge arc.
1: I think they set it up to where he's going to be back at the CJC solving crimes again.
2: Um, well, so, yeah, I mean, to, at the
0: so same time, the other cast his, have <laughs> Brian's motivation beyond helping his family has always been sort of the shot, whether it was Eddie Mora yeah. or Sands pressuring him to do what they wanted based off the fact that they were the keepers of the shot or, you know, his relationship with Piper. Like, obviously, he seems to be in love with her, but there's also that, you know, possibility of the shot with her um, and what that means not only for him but for everybody that she's trying to to make it for. Um, So it's really interesting to eliminate that from... Brian's thinking like you know how would that motivate him or not motivate him yeah it's a key element to the show and now the the
1: strain with his father is gone he doesn't need that anymore he's not really going to be in trouble he's just now a a normal enhanced human being and can really doesn't have that that danger element And, and another thing about this final episode was that I never thought Brian was truly in danger health-wise from taking the pill. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, he has some side effects. He's having some weird hallucinations every once in a while. We're seeing some strange things. But I never thought he was driven to the point where he may die. And this was a point you made earlier, Amanda, about how Brian's willing to go that far. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he would be his health would continue to deteriorate throughout the show to the point where it was going to be questionable whether or not he was going to make it. And I don't think it ever got to that point. Um, He always felt like while some weird things were happening, he got some bags under his eyes. You never saw him just like truly in desperate need of medical attention or another NZT pill. Because there was one point in the uh, scene with Brian and Rebecca where she says, you know, our, our, our medical techs are expecting you at the hospital and... Ryan's like, ah, oh, no big deal. I'll go in, you know, to my parents' house. Yeah, they'll, and they'll drive, drive, me, drive me, me You know. Well,
0: yeah. no, I mean, it was interesting yeah. because I thought that he was going to inoculate himself. Like, maybe, like, he, when he rushed in, didn't see Piper, found something that he was going to, like, not tell Rebecca. Like, I'm gonna going to kind of go rogue, like, you know, give himself the shot of immunity, then maybe go after Piper on the side. Um, for, again, a possible season two. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that they didn't quite take that route. Um, I'm, yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out, like, why their decision-makings were such... I, in the beginning of the episode, we saw that he was going to have side effects. I agree with you, Frank. I would have loved to see sort of the race against time yes, um, as, yeah. as, as an element throughout the episode. Him physically deteriorating and not being able to continue, and then maybe like crawling to the end or or something. Um, No, I agree with you. It's a much better way to put my
1: very (laughs) long-winded explanation. Uh,
0: We've seen it. There was an episode early on in the the season that had you know the very physical effects where he couldn't even walk. Like he could, Hmm. um, his vision was so blurred that he could barely even move. Yeah, Um, and it was like that type of a hangover. Uh, we I feel like many of us have experienced uh, <laughs> similar things, Never. maybe not that intense, but <clears throat> you can definitely be physically affected, and I would have loved to see the um, upper end of that as everything came crashing down, and it was just sort of like a photo finish of, is Brian going to even make it, like, yeah. alive? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we could... F- like, that w- would have been a, a very satisfying, like ending yes. I feel like again you know the writers definitely had a lot of story to tell so I, I don't know if there was enough room but I I feel like that could be on a wish list a, a very cool episode. yeah I mean
1: instead of taking the time out to show some finger coming out of a donut <laughs> you can like see like Brian's like physical being deteriorating, deteriorating and and really yeah I mean he know, had some stomach really pains but it
0: didn't really affect his his case-solving or helping his skills judgment is
1: available, to, yeah, his ability to move around and, and get around to the different spots yeah. where they needed to get to. He just seemed like he was, you know, kind of like after JB after a weekend on Saturday. Like, you're exactly. hurting a little bit, but, you know, you can make it out.
0: <laughs> JB on Sunday morning. That's right. Much. JB on Sunday morning. In,
1: in, in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> that,
2: that's great, guys. That didn't bother me at all, but that's just me.
1: What?
0: <laughs> that, that he wasn't I, I thought hurting? we saw his
2: deterioration just fine with all the hallucinations. I got, like, scared out of my seat when he saw Piper as a zombie. Well, yeah,
0: I mean, they definitely went I mean, in a, I, I a more know. visual way. And I, I don't mean to, to nitpick, it's just sort of, uh, again, because the bar was set so high in, in, in yeah. some of the, we've had some great episodes, um, and I was just, uh, that's sort of a, a wish list thing. Yeah, I mean, um, if
1: I'm taking away anything from this season, it's that there there are certain scenes and moments when it's just boiled down to its simple. You know, simplicity factor. When you have Mm -hmm. Nas and Mr. Finch on the bench in the park talking about how he loves Brian and if anything happens to him, the FBI is going to have to deal with me. I mean, that was just such a powerful moment and Mm -hmm. achieved by just two actors sitting on a park bench talking about love and and Brian and and who he is. And, you know, Rebecca, um, you know, talking with her dad, you know, when she's on NZT, um, the, that those other moments that are going to stick with me when I think about this show uh, because you're right when this show gets it right it really does get it right and we really care about the people who are involved and and right. Brian and, and Rebecca and, and Boyle and you know these characters we've really invested and in, we really like and it's 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 interesting to watch so what I'm walking away with from this show is you know not necessarily what's going to happen with mr. Sands but that the acting is there, and when things come together, it can be a really powerful moment that we see on screen.
2: Agreed, and there were some really great, great, great moments today, especially when Rebecca told him that I wrote it down that she that he has more mature that he's more mature emotionally and morally than anyone she knows, and I just thought that sums up everything we've been saying this entire season about how he at his core is a good person. And yeah, he's he's a little bit of a jokester, he's a bit of a prankster, he's a bit of a you know lazy yeah. stoner. But at the same time, he's more okay with himself than anyone else I've seen in a while on television. He's yeah. He's a really true heroine, you know. Yeah.
1: yeah. Credit, credit Jake McDormand for playing a, a role that is not really easy to play. I, I watched him in American Sniper before we went on the air in September, JB, and... You know, it's a lot easier to play the sarcastic military guy who, you know, is like cracking (laughs) jokes with his buddies. It's a lot harder to be this altruistic, um, funny man, um, creating jokes in a non dirty way without bad language and just having the dramatic uh, or the the comedic ability to create these moments. And and I thought he did really well with it. I I thought, you know, that Brian does not seem like an easy role to play to me. Um, and while you're keeping it interesting, uh, because it, when you play these stoic characters, when there's not a whole lot to go outside of yourself, it could be a lot more difficult as an actor. And I thought he rose to the challenge.
0: Right. No, it's, uh, I'm really glad that you brought that up because it seems when you're just watching this as a viewer, you know that it is easy, and, and like yeah. ac- great actors do, make it look easy. Because he seems like a normal guy. He seems like a guy you know we'd all like to hang out with. Yeah. But when you do take it apart, like, what he's doing with that role. And a lot of the actors definitely play their roles well because this show fits so well cohesively together. And no one really overshadows another person. Like, Brian's character who is the main character, kind of has to be the glue that holds everybody together, mm-hmm. can very easily be overplayed. Like, he's he's got a bunch of jokes written in his script. Um, you know, maybe they, like, have opportunities to ad-lib a little bit. Yeah. I feel like his role especially could so easily be pushed to the way of, like, slapstick, of, like, way in your face. Yeah. And, like, just loud obnoxiousness. But he dials it down. And he kind of makes it, like, a very, like, humble experience where you, you always want more from Brian. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, like, mm-hmm. it's an interesting way to be, like, a lovable character. To be, you know, self-deprecating in a lot of ways. Um, to be smart in a lot of other ways. But, but unassuming as well. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, all those subtleties... Um, I think really add up to a lot. And and a lot of the other characters, too. I mean, Rebecca's character does the same thing. Boyles, you know, definitely doesn't have mm-hmm. a lot of lines, but, but he accomplishes a lot. Even Nas, I mean, we, like barely get anything from her but yeah. i feel like we know a lot about her and, and who she is I'd like to
1: see more from her next season if there is one i liked when her daughter was there and of course and, uh, of
2: course you did i mean
1: everyone loves her <laughs> i love
2: Nods. i love Boyle. i also think it looks like it's a fun set it looks like people are having a good time yeah i think it's a show that nobody is yeah. taking themselves too seriously i don't think it's a show where they're i could be completely wrong but it doesn't seem like a show where there's a lot of ego like i think I think from what it seems like the cast probably gets along it seems like it's a good it's you know it's a job and they're all happy and it seems it just seems like a fun happy set and
1: kudos to them all i thought you know just one final note on jake is that coming into this season he's he wasn't a household name and when you're the lead actor in a new network tv show Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times these networks don't want to take risks on unknowns they want a star, you know, a movie star who, who's going to come back on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw that, you know, with a couple other shows this year. And, um, so f- to, to have somebody who's a relative unknown, you know, character actor up to this point, not really a leading uh, man in, in other shows and movies um, to handle this type of show uh, all the way through, I thought was really great. And, and you're right. I mean, I think all the characters, all the actors really like each other. It that seems comes or across, they're really
2: good
1: actors. Or they're really good actors, but it seems like they're having a lot of fun and, yeah. and, and are right on the edge of laughing sometimes. Yeah. And that's when I laugh. And that's when I enjoy those are their best
2: moments. Yeah. Those are really the best. And as I've been saying the entire season, that I'll reiterate now amazing New York casting, yeah. supporting cast. I mean, I mean, every, every co-star, every one-liner was just a cool, interesting new actor that, I mean, from just every single, like, co-star was just, I just thought was great. And I know it's because, or I think it's because it was New York actors. <laughs> Not that I don't love LA actors, I love Los Angeles.
0: Well, yeah, no, I, th- I think they definitely did a great job casting, and like you said, Frank, earlier, it, they had a great little montage of the character actors that were in this show because, you know... Th- with so many episodes, they can only kind of pepper in the big story stuff, the gems, so often. You know, yeah. you can't blow them all because then you're going to finish it and and not have enough for possible future seasons. So yeah. the show definitely, I mean, you can't get through 22 episodes without doing, you know, A lot of procedural elements and having a lot of character actors and and sort of side things and and building that up, which is why, you know, when we do get someone that's a little bit different and really interesting, you know, I I want more from them. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to focus on certain episodes. Like, hopefully in future episodes, we get more... Into each character. Again, we don't need like more people to say the entire season. <laughs> right. But you know, like even characters like Piper, like she wasn't, she was only in a handful of episodes. Mm-hmm. But uh, how satisfying is her storyline? Yeah, like, it's great. Every time she was in an episode was was great. Right, Amanda?
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, you I make it sound like my I hate point her. is, I, I definitely She's loved, not Rachel. I looked forward to. <laughs> Amanda, or uh, I look forward to Piper.
2: And you look forward I look to me, forward too. To Amanda. Um,
0: of course. Every time, <laughs> every would? week. She's the best. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I would have loved to see more recurring characters. Maybe not main characters, but um, why? Why not? I Let's, disagree. Like, I don't want to
2: see. There's too many characters. A little bit.
0: Really? It's, well, no, I mean, that's that's what I mean. Like we we shouldn't have. Or not we shouldn't. Oh,
2: you mean like better I, arcs? I would have loved chari- okay. to have
0: less characters that were just one off
2: yeah. one
0: episode and more characters that were maybe didn't have large roles but had recurring ones. Like, I think
2: you want less less characters but better arcs with supporting cast, right? Um
0: yeah, I mean I I we we can still have many, the pres- procedural characters. elements. I just feel like there's there's some character because they have so many different character characters in this show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there are a few that I would want more from. Yeah. You know, cuz yeah. they are interesting or quirky, whatever uh, you want to call them, and I I hope that in the future we kind of revisit those stories. But we'll have to see. Hopefully it gets picked up for another season.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: This is so sad. We're must I lying. know. Yeah. I know. This is our genuine moment right this now. This is
1: our genuine moment. Yeah. Totally. It's been whoa it's,
2: it's been a fun set it guys been. it's been a lot of fun, <laughs> fun guys we've had fun. a lot
1: of fun jb and i have been at it since september it's been a long time i came in in october long so it wasn't right. and uh, like Amanda came that in right. a whole lot later
2: i came in like october 6th or
1: something it was like crazy yeah <laughs> just <laughs> didn't even who is this girl yep <laughs> just
0: bulldoze her <your> way in <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding you're, no, you no, you've been great. awesome yeah, you've been awesome amanda thank you for holding it down for females everywhere
2: Wow, you made it like a bigger oh, like, thing than it no. is. I love that.
0: I'm just saying. <laughs>
2: yes, Otherwise, it would, everywhere. We,
0: I'm pretty sure Frank and I would just be talking about Piper and Nas's daughter yeah, the entire time. That's fine. That's
2: true. Sometimes so. I did have to kind of like put you guys in
0: your place. <laughs> well, well, I, hopefully we see them again. Hopefully we see them again. Absolutely, both. Um, yeah, I, I guess. This is goodbye. This is goodbye. Um, Where can the people find you guys?
1: Yeah, thanks for tuning in all season long, everybody. It's been so much fun watching and experiencing the show with you. I am Frank Maiorana. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go
0: Frank M.
2: And I'm Amanda Richards. You can find me at AmandaFTA31. It's been a great season. Thanks, guys.
0: Nice. Are you sure that's it? I promise that's the Twitter account. She's going to get a better one. Go, Amanda. Go, Amanda. Or Or Amanda Amanda. Go.
2: Amanda. Amanda. Okay. We'll figure it out by totally, next season.
0: Totally. Uh you guys can find me JB at Hey John Blake. And again, please remember to rate and review all your shows at Afterbuzz TV. We love to hear from you guys. Comment on YouTube, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to it. We thrive on that stuff. Stay tuned. Hope Hopefully, you guys. Uh, we see you guys back for see season you next 2 season. See you next year.
2: Next time.